Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lay. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe? I'm doing just fine. I'm back in my uh, little coffin room again this week, recording <laughs> for your audio pleasure. Um, yeah, you still, you still, you've got the headboard behind you still. Got the headboard. So was I telling you I'd had um, a situation when I got back from Turkey? Yeah. With boiler. Yeah. Um, but I finally got that sorted. So um, back home tomorrow. Lovely. Which is we, good. I mean, just you, you couldn't you couldn't get worse timing, could you? When the weather's been how it is, it couldn't have gone during the heat wave. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, you wouldn't have known probably. During... <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so so that's all sorted. So that's good. Finally, good it's, news. Uh, all, all good, good, good. I've been having the exact opposite uh, in my building. Um, the lifts have stopped working. The water's been on and off. People haven't been able to get hot water for like days in some parts of my like sort of area that I live the little development that I live on the bin store door has been broken I mean it is like nightmarish levels of like incompetence basically all happening at once all during the cold weather luckily I still have heating um because I've got I've got hot water it hasn't affected me but now I've started because I came back one evening from work and um there wasn't so now I kind of every every morning before I like when I'm in the office I have like a little like must fill up some bottles with water for the fridge just in case something happens because I had to do a whole because when it happened before it was like overnight so I got in it was like 6 p.m no probably a bit later than that and the water was off and I was like oh well, what am I supposed to do? Got an email saying it'll be back up and running by the morning. Guess what? It wasn't. So um, I uh, had to, with a two litre bottle of water, I managed to wash my entire body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. It was like, it was like wartime or something because I was like, I can't go to work without having a shower. That's just not, I like yeah. to be nice and clean. Do you know what I mean? Um, Starts the day, doesn't it? I can't get up. I mean, traffic. like, and unless I'm like at a festival or something and it's literally not an option, um, like I have to have a shower every day or I just can't. Yeah, I can't wake up properly. Yeah. Um, part of the routine, only I'm the same. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit of a nightmarish time, but at least you're you're heating we, sorted. Yeah, finally. But like, I mean, I'm, I'm no electrician, um, but I just don't even sort of. Realised when the heat, so all the heating is gone, obviously because it was the boiler, mm. which obviously is where you get hot water from. So was well it observed, Bob. Well observed. Yeah, didn't know these things. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm kind of. I mean, it could only happen when you've left the country. Typical, you come back and then this has happened in the cold weather. And there's something always. I mean, any time of year, it's not going to be great. But when it's cold, it's worse. And also, just in January, when things happen in January, just a bit like, oh, what a start. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but thankfully, I was able to been able to start mum and dad's because no hot water, no heating is not is not the one. I mean, so I'm really fortunate enough that I could stay here, and I got the got the bed here. But because um, once cold's in, you, I don't know if this is just feel like an old man saying this, but do you ever feel like your bones get cold? Oh, you do sound like an old man there, Bob. I'm oh, no, give you that. And I was sat there waiting for um 
a plumber to come out on the sofa. And when I say my apartment was like a, an ice box, felt like I was in an igloo. And I must have I sat on the sofa about two hours now. I had smoke coming out of my mouth. It was like Jack and Rose on the Titanic. That's how cold <laughs> it was. I had my jacket on and I thought, gosh, I just can't, can't deal with it. And I'm normally quite, um, quite a hot person. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that I wasn't, not in, not in this weather, not in the minus six, I wasn't hot. Nah, nah, certainly not. But uh, like, you, like you often say, Bob, we move, we move. And, exactly, uh, and you'll be back in your flat and I'm just going to hope that and this is a little tip for you if you live in a service building like I do like we have our pay service charge and blah blah but your bin store is difficult to get to if you haven't got lifts don't leave your rubbish in the hallway for everyone else to have to smell and deal with because oh, I think God, that, yeah, yeah. isn't that awful isn't that genuinely awful yeah. so yeah there's been loads of that so yeah it's been like kind of like you said you always think like January it's like it's hard enough do you know what I mean? But yeah, especially at the moment, I'm not drinking. So I haven't even got like a crux to sort of, uh, <laughs> you, can't you know. not yourself up with a vodka. No, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, this would be last weekend will be my was my third weekend. No drink. All fine. Absolutely fine. I did 55,000 steps over two days. I think that's quite impressive, nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's really good, babe. Yeah. Where would you gone? That's like marathon, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose it is if I measured it in kilometres. But I, um, I, uh, my sister was in town on the Saturday, so um, we walked all around South London. We were like Battersea all over. Lovely and man, there. Really nice. The, um, really development. Yeah, the new Battersea um, development's lovely. And then on the Sunday, I was like, I'm going to do all the vintage shops in East London. So I basically traipsed from Shoreditch up to Stoke Newington to Angel. Um, and then to Old Street, Liverpool Street. Do you know how many items of clothing I bought? How many? Zero. No. no. Not one. Was, was nothing caught your eye? No. I'm usually like a pretty good vintage shop shopper, and uh, I got absolutely bugger all. So, um, yeah, that was a bit disappointing, but, you know, there you go. But I did get my steps it's in. It's that kind of thing, isn't it, where some days you could go in and I guess you want everything, but it's five yeah. or six things, and then some days just, just nothing. It's weird how that happens. Yeah. So I treated myself to a donut time donut, um, which oh was lovely. Nice. You know, the real, like, they're probably about 700 calories per donut, but, but um, worth it. I'm not drinking, <laughs> so I feel like I'm allowed. Exactly, um, babes. Uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm... Apart from all the rubbish going on in my building, literally rubbish, um, other people's rubbish, feel like everything's going all right, which is unusually no, positive like for a, me. A post-it or something, which you don't have to say it's from you, or almost put something up and just say, look, how about we, we don't leave rubbish in the communal way? Because you can't have that smell. I did it. I did that. I actually wrote it in my flat, got down to where people had been leaving it. Someone else had already put a note up. So now there's two notes. Uh, telling people not to do it. I said something like something about like thinking about your neighbours or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is right, you... and it's common sense, isn't it? Who? Why would you just leave? Oh God, they're the thought of it festering and the smell. And there's no worse smell than like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And if Horrible. there's no air circulating, that kind of takes time to. Oh gosh. Yeah, unpleasant. Pleasure. Unpleasant. If you live in if you live in communal spaces, you got to you got to be more considerate. I think. 
Yeah, you've got to think about your neighbours. Well, hopefully everything gets sorted so in both rubbish and also your neighbours that have got no what water, bless them. Yeah, true. I mean, I'd be more stressed if not only did I have the smell of bins, but I also couldn't wash myself. I mean, I might be the cause of the smell in that case. So um, <laughs> luckily, luckily that, that is, not, is not the what case. What do they reckon the fault is? Something to do with electricity um, supply. Um, but oh, yeah, so it's not an easy job. Fixed. No, and they keep calling engineers and nothing happens and then they're, they're trying to pass it on to someone else and blah 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 so it's um it's proving to be a complicated issue birds, and i don't even feed birds so i you know there's just a lot going on there's a lot going on at the moment um in in east london but like you know we'll, we'll be fine with it um, how are you? Are you doing all right though? Everything good? Now you back from Turkey? Yeah, all, all good my end, thank you, babe. Yeah, really good. good. Um, oh. I can't believe how close this month has just flown by. Really has, hasn't it? That never happens in January. January. Never. It's always the longest month of the year. Yeah. And I feel like, what, we've got about a week left and then it's February. Yeah, 100%. So, um, I mean, um, I'm pretty pleased for that though. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I am. And like we said last week, definitely starting to notice it's a little bit like we could just sort the weather out slightly, though I don't like to moan. I'm grateful. I'm certainly grateful we didn't get any snow. People were telling me there might have potentially been snow at the weekend. And I was thinking, yeah. oh, no, not again. I can't. Not <laughs> just snowed out. Snowed All done out. with the snow. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but roll on February. I thought the new year started in February for me this year. It is? Why? Well, I just, I think, just because January's got like, the trees down there thinking, as I've said, I, I I do love a new year. I think it's fresh starts and it's yeah, positive right. and it's all that kind of thing. And um, now, now I've just got everything sorted. I had to sort the motor out. Oh, that was another thing that had gone on. I had to take the motor in, um, got the plumber thing sorted now, got the boiler sorted. So I've got hot water and heating, which I'm very grateful Congrats. for, which is lovely. Really, really the minimum and, we should be after, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly, but still giving the gratitude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, that, that was just a little glitch in the armour, just having to sort the car and the boiler and all these odds and sods, but that's our adulting, isn't it? That's the thing. Makes you realise how much easier it was when you was a kid. Oh, Babe, don't even get me started. I'm just, yeah, different. I mean, I can't even... Not having to pay bills. What a treat, eh? Not having oh, to pay your council tax. Just getting your bit of pocket money and going to buy a pick and mix and penny sweets when sweets were actually a penny. Oh, Bob, now you really do sound like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Fred O's were 10p and not well, about 30 quid. Yeah, what with inflation? Yeah, then yeah. you'll have to get a bank loan out for a Fredo in the future. Um, well, we have an exciting... Uh, show coming up today, a bit of a reality show special. Um, we've got Courtney Veal from um, Below Deck, sort of uh, everyone's favourite uh, sea-bound um, reality show, I guess you could say. Uh, and then we've got Tom Horton on from um, The Circle, um, which is one of those really strange reality shows where you, you're, despite it having lots of people on it, you don't you don't actually physically meet any of them, do you? So, um, so uh, yeah be very interesting to uh, talk to him about that. What showbiz uh, news has been catching your eye this week, Bob? Well, I've definitely, I've got to start with, there's no Kardashian news this week. Well, I mean, there probably is, but just nothing that I'm bringing to the table, to be honest. We're giving him a wake up. But, I mean, just a, a stone throw up the road from Kim, her uh, BFF Paris Hilton, 
just announced a baby boy. Oh, yeah, very sweet that they, her and her husband had through a surrogate, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. So I think lovely Instagram post about him holding his little hand. Um, and I just think, it, I think it's so lovely like, to see her married now. She's got a little baby. Um, I don't think she's released a name or anything yet, but that's that's her prerogative, isn't it? Sure but, she um, will. Nice bit of good news. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she will. Saving it for a show, probably. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, there's actually been quite a few baby announcements uh, this week, in addition to Harry. Uh, Harris, <laughs> Paris, um, <laughs> Mrs. Harris. Um, with there's also been Princess Eugenie. She's announced she's pregnant with a second baby. Uh, and Gemma, yeah, and Gemma Atkinson, um, former Strictly star, and her partner Gorka. They're expecting their second baby as well. So um, yeah, baby boom just ahead of uh, Valentine's Day. Actually, when would so when would a baby that's Women, if you're expecting now, or probably in the summer, right? Because you'd say about three months, and then, yeah, so it'd be a summer baby, I guess. Yeah, a lot um, of summer babies. I was a summer baby. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of busy people, like I say. Uh, <laughs> a lot of indeed, indeed, yeah. Um, All the nice bit though. Yeah, congrats to them. It's and nice. It's her first, isn't it? So it's just nice and special, and it's like she's got a little fairy tale. Yeah, because I think she said for a while that she's wanted to have a baby, doesn't she, uh, Paris? Mm, so yeah, um, and I know a lot of her sort of contemporaries and people that were around that were massive, like when she was massive, I guess sort of ten, fifteen years ago. They've all sort of had kids now, haven't they? Um, so yeah, I'm pleased for her. But it'll be nice, interesting to see her as a mother. I think not going to yeah, want for anything will. that baby, is it? No. no, I think they're going to be all right and uh, hotel stays for, for life on the house. Can you imagine? Uh. <laughs> I, I would rinse that family gold card if I was a Hilton. <laughs> yes, Every I think... Where, where's our nearest Hilton? Yeah, what I think I'd just, I'd just go if I was bored, you know what I mean? If I could just go and stay yeah. at any Hilton hotel any time, I'd just be like, I don't want to stay at home tonight. I'm going to go to uh, Hilton in Notting Hill or something or... Or uh, just yeah, do the rounds of South End, the Hilton South End, get, or whatever. Get the, uh, get the best right. See, I love staying in a hotel. Mm. I mean, I'm fortunate enough with work and things, like travel and get to stay uh, in a lot. And some people would rather head home. And I know there's nothing like your own bed, but for me, there is something really lovely about a hotel. Mm. I love I going agree with you. To hotel bed, do you know. Predominantly, because I just love like, how a hotel, like the fresh bed, you know, a hotel. Apart from when they tuck that thing in at the end, that kind of bugs me when I try and put my feet in. I've got to oh, pull yeah. it all that. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. you can't play crisp hotel sheets, lovely pillows, mm-hmm. putting on a dressing gown, bit of room service, lovely. And then a bit of, I always find I watch, if, if I'm abroad as well, I always end up watching like just foreign news channels and just being yeah. like, I don't know, yeah, like, yeah. so weird. It's, so true. Yes. I wouldn't do that anywhere else. I'm like, when I was in Toronto, I was like watching local Toronto news. I, I don't know any of these people. I don't know what they're talking about, but I really feel like I'm like really living the like Canadian vibe. Um, but yeah, anyway, we've got a bit so off topic true. here, haven't we? Um, I'll tell you what's caught my eye because I think we were talking about Madonna last week, weren't we? Um, yeah. About her tickets and how expensive they were. Um, and now I wasn't going to be going. Well, in some bad news, I think, for Madonna, the, the biopic about her life, which she was going to direct, 
seems to have been quietly dropped. Um, oh, uh, do we know why? No, it just seems to have been dropped from uh, from sort of schedules. Now, I was always a little bit not concerned because it's not <laughs> keeping me up at night. <laughs> but um, but, uh, but like I did wonder she was going to direct it right now. Rare is the occasion that the star of the film <laughs> and the thing about your life is also the director because you feel like a bit of conflict. Well, you can't really have any distance from your own story. Do you know what I mean? Like no. how I would tell my story would be very different to how someone with an outsider's perspective would tell my story. And Absolutely. if you're going to get probably a better story, you wouldn't want to, you need light and shade. Do you know what I mean? No one's perfect all the time. Like, yeah. and, and if you're telling it from your own perspective, then you're going to be like, well, I was wronged in that situation. Tinted, filtered, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah I, I know exactly what you mean. Which I don't um, think it ain't, uh, ain't going to make it to the best watch. No, exactly. Case, you know what I mean? Because you're, you're not getting, you can only see something from your point of view. And yeah. actually, you need that third party step, stepping back and being removed from it to yeah. have their opinion on it. Yeah, that's kind of what. So I, I don't know how much of a big um, sad tale it's going to be for cinema <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that the film's not going to be made. But, you know, I do love Madge. So I'm always yeah. keen on like sort of. Um, seeing what she's what she's up to um so it is we're not shading you madge if you're listening there's no no shade no shade but maybe consider getting someone else in to direct it and then maybe the the um the uh studio will consider bringing it back say again i wonder if guy Ritchie would do it (laughs) he did direct her in a film didn't he um it was called swept away and it was about like I think I might have this wrong. It was about like um, uh, a celebrity washing up on a desert island, and it was starring Madonna, um, and uh, it was not very well received. Um, I don't think I've even heard of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever think I'm. I'm I know it's a bit of like a gay cult classic, um, probably for that exact reason. It's Madonna on a desert island. Um, <laughs> you know, it does sound pretty camp and fun. Um, yeah. But as for actually whether or not it's a decent film, the jury's out, I think. So, yeah, although she's got this massive tour coming up and obviously it'll be her 40th year in showbiz um, since the success of her first big single, I think, which was Holiday. Um, yeah, we're not going to get that biopic. So... That's that. Yeah, well, swings and roundabouts. We got the tour, which neither of us is seeing. The biopic but... will will come at a later date. Yeah, maybe I... more to add to it by that point. Oh no, you never know with Medge. It's true. It's true. She'll always find something. So um... oh, she certainly always find something. But um, do you know anyone that's got tickets for the for the concert the O2? I do. I know two friends who spent one hundred and sixty pounds each for nosebleed seats. Um, <laughs> right at the right at is the, that the one of, in the gods. Right in the gods, yeah. So high, you get a nosebleed. Is basically, I think, the uh, the idea behind the phrase. Um, uh, but they're, I mean, they're looking forward to it, and good for them. I, I look oh, yeah, forward exactly. to. It'll be a great atmosphere. Yeah, unless like when I saw her, and she comes on, you know, hour and a half late, and tells you that time's an illusion. In which case, you kind of get people's backs up. 
but um yeah, that's the most funny times in illusion what yeah for you yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. i'm sure all the gays will be having a lovely time at the o2 well speaking of though there's been a little bit of controversy i don't know if you've seen about beyonce um yes and... i saw briefly tell me more she's performed in dubai hasn't she yeah so i don't think i mean people go on holiday to buy to dubai they're welcome to do it as they wish as is Beyonce but she's come under some criticism so it's her first gig in four years she's just well not just I mean it was last summer I think released an album that sort of um she credits as being a celebration of uh LGBTQ plus people work with lots of uh LGBTQ plus uh, uh people in the production of it but then chose her first gig in four years to be at the opening of a hotel in Dubai um now, I think for like the casual viewer, they will just be like, well, good for her. I'm sure she got paid a lot of money. And I think she probably did get paid a hell of a lot of money. Um, but people are saying that she prob- maybe she shouldn't have gone to a country where being gay is illegal um, yeah. and, and punishable, um, which is an f- interesting point. I'm a bit... Lots and lots and lots of celebrities have performed in Dubai before. Um, I think Kylie Minogue was there at New Year. She's obviously a massive gay icon. Um, you know, Janet Jackson, I think. Um, Diana Ross. Loads and loads of people. Oh, Elton John, gay who's gay himself. You know, um, they've all performed there. Beyonce seems to have come under particular criticism um, in a way that I haven't seen maybe for those other people. Um, don't know what do you make of it. Do you think that could be a timing thing just because we're seeing after the World Cup? Mm. Do you reckon where it's come so shortly after and where people were very vocal about everything at the time then in the Middle East? Yeah, maybe it's the kind of tail, tail mark for that, whereas before maybe it wasn't really in, in, in respect to something. I don't think people necessarily kind of knew no, or, yeah. or got the situation yeah. before. Um, but now it's been made so public and it's been spoken about so much. Maybe that's why. But um, I'm sure she got a few quid for it. I mean, she, not that she needs it. I think she's doing all right. But um, it looked amazing, though. Of, Did you see pictures? Yeah, oh, she looks amazing all the time, didn't she? Yeah. Um, I, I think it comes down to it's one of them things where I think it's personal choice if you choose to. If, if you want to do it and, and you stand by it and you own it, um, some people would be willing to, some people wouldn't. Um, yeah. It's a real tough one, and I don't know if it can be a r- one rule for one. Yeah. Um, but like you say, yeah, I'm surprised actually in the amount of kind of backlash there's been. It's mm. been quite a bit. Um, has she then, publicly commented on it? No, I, I mean, she doesn't really publicly comment on anything, does she? I mean, she's one of those people that sort of she's so famous she doesn't need to do press (laughs) um she's not anchoring for a sit-down chat with uh oprah or or you know coming on access all areas um Mm. sort of us she just doesn't need to so i can't imagine that she'll ever comment i mean i don't i can't remember the last time she did an interview it must be years and years ago gotta be i'd love her to do oprah I, i still want to know what happened in the lift (laughs) <laughs> with her sister with her sister yeah 
Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. When she, uh, when Solange went for Jay-Z, didn't she? Yeah, and um, was it TMZ? It kind of got the elevator footage from the CCTV. Yeah. God, yes. that was such a big... And then and then there was footage of them afterwards, wasn't there? Like, Jay-Z <laughs> walking out of the hotel. And like, everything was all all right. Like, when the the lounge is like... But she's like eyeing him, isn't she? She's like got his... But Beyonce did nothing, right, in that lift interaction. Yeah. She just stood there. So everyone sort of came to the conclusion that something's gone down. Um, it's gone down, yeah. And she's yeah. not said or done anything. Yeah, but again, so they're the kind of things you'd love to know. But when you kind of get a starve, as you say, of Beyonce's level, you ain't getting, you ain't getting the tea on things. Yeah. You ain't getting the I wonder if... I wonder if it was, ever, especially with something like the Dubai situation, if it was even brought to her attention. I Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? She might not actually have even been made aware. I mean, is she the sort of, I don't know, she has Google alerts for Beyonce to, to see the backlash. I'm not sure if she does. It'd be um, like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yeah, I reckon that would become quite uh, tiring after a few days. Yeah, you wouldn't want those, that constant, the ding of the alerts would be doing your head in, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, interesting. I, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued to see how long it goes on for. I think people will forget pretty quickly um, once yeah. she announces a tour or whatever. Um, but I think it, the criticism is fair, but I mean, it shouldn't necessarily just be aimed at Beyonce. There's plenty of other acts um, that, have, that have gone out and, and performed yeah. there and they don't yeah. seem to come under the same criticism. So... Yeah, difficult one. Absolutely. Tell you what else caught my eye, Stephen. Did you say now I remember I went to watch this. I think this was the first theatre I went to in between lockdowns or when things started opening up again. Um, it's the ghost story, 222. Oh yes. And when I saw it, the main character was being played by Lily Allen. Mm-hmm. Well, Cheryl was just took over the role. Actually, I think Laura Whitmore did it after Lily. She did, and yeah. Yes, Cheryl was doing it. Um, and got some amazing reviews for it. So maybe she's stepping into the world of acts. Well, not maybe, she is. She, she has, yeah, she has. She has. She's done it. It's funny with Cheryl, isn't it? Because four or five years ago, you couldn't sort of swing a dick without knocking into a, <laughs> a magazine with Cheryl on the cover or you know, someone talking about a career or a baby or a relationship with Liam or it was kind of everywhere, right? Um, so, but since then, since she's become a mother to to Bear, she's um, kind of gone a bit off the radar. This is kind of her first big job in years, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think since the baby, it's almost like she's just stepped back a little bit. Mm. Um yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the, and maybe that's just the time. I mean, her first child as well, so probably wanted to spend as much time, yeah, uh, with the baby as possible, which is completely fair. Again, yeah. got a couple of quid in the bank. I imagine she's doing all right. So, fortunate enough to not have to jump from gig to gig, and that she's doing all right. But. Um, I'm glad that she's got good reviews for it. And maybe, do you think this will be the field we see her take now? Will she become an actress? Well, theatre work is really tough, right? I mean, like, you're doing six, seven, eight shows a week sometimes. 
sometimes tw two shows in a day. I wonder if it'll be interesting to see if she keeps that up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she did more acting. I wonder if theatre work might be a bit intense for someone with a young child. Not that she can't afford childcare, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's interesting. I, I'd like, I mean, I always really liked Cheryl. I thought she was like fun to watch on TV and stuff. Or maybe you could see her with like a role in Corrie or something. I don't know. I'd like to go and see her. And even though I've seen the show, I'd love to go and... I'm a, I love a bit of Cheryl. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to go and see her. And I think she'll be very well, obviously, from, from a little girl's dance. So she's not triple threat now. Sing, dance, act. So True. I think performing is is in her blood. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, watch this space, I guess. But, yeah, so pleased for the... I think as well, it's like someone like Cheryl um, change, changing career or, or going into a different field of the industry, there's always that... There's that room for someone to have a pop. Do you know what I mean? And to kind oh, yeah. of... To want to bring you down and slate you and that. So I'm glad that the reaction's been good because there are haters out there. So I'm glad for her that um, it's been good. Yeah, and she was... She really did used to come under a lot of flack, didn't she? Like, she mm -hmm. was constantly under attack for everything she did. Remember when she did <laughs> the American X Factor and everyone went nuts God. for that purple and orange outfit that she wore and everyone was... <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, it's just a pair of trousers. Do you know what I mean? Like, chill out. Um, yeah, I yeah. forgot she done the American one. Wasn't there um, an issue with her accent or something? Something like that. She was basically on the cusp of being a really big name at that point, wasn't she? And I think they probably mm. thought that they could push her to do the same in America. But in the end... <laughs> It, they, Nicole Scherzinger took over, right? But she was the presenter in the first few episodes. So it was like, bye, Cheryl, we're getting the presenter in now to be a judge. Yeah. My whole thing is just so, like, bizarre. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And I, I'm, I'm pleased for her that if, if she enjoys doing this, I can't see why she wouldn't do more of it. Just it is a lot of hard work. And I, I, I think she'll, well... I don't think, as far as I know, she hasn't done theatre before, so it's been the first time she's doing it. I wonder how she'll feel come the end of it, really. I'm not sure about the stint is, how long the stint is that people do before it changes over. As I say, I, I saw it as Lily, and I know Laura Whitmore did it. Mm. So maybe it's a... Uh, is it scary? Uh, you know, when they say ghost story, it's not scary in terms of... Um, how would you explain it? I think it's more of like a psychological... It's more of a... It's that kind of thing. So it's not jumpy. Like, it's not yeah, like... It's a little bit of jumpy, but it's not like watching a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like watching Hostel or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really good concept. Obviously, I, don't, I won't ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Okay. Um, but it's definitely something that I'd like to see again, like I say, especially now Cheryl's doing it. But once you know, because it's kind of... I won't say that actually, it could be a bit of a spoiler. But once you've once you've seen it once, I think it might you'll go ruin back it. Those things very differently. Yes, you you kind of might ruin it for yourself because you Got kind it. of know where it's going. But it's one of them things that probably the more you watch it, the more you clock because you yeah, know what yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for. a fair point. Yeah. Interesting. Um, right, well, uh, that's our show is gossip uh, for now. We've got our first guest, Courtney from Below Deck. 
here. So let's get her below deck, Ned. Let's get her in. Let's do it. Hello, Cole. You're right. <laughs> Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. It's lovely to have you on the show. Oh, no, I'm happy to be on it. Thanks for having me. What's been going down? How are you doing? Um, yeah, good. I feel like my 2023 only really started like last Monday. Before that, I was in some sort of weird hole. Didn't know what I was doing with my life. And like, you know, when you're just stressed, I feel like the stress of it being a new year just got to me. Um, but yeah, so since last Monday, it's been great. Fab. Do you generally like the new year? Are you one of those people that gets January blues or are you quite positive about a new year? Yeah, no, usually I'm really positive about a new year. Like, I love it. I'm like, yes, you know, like new challenges, new goals. But um, I think because I was still at home in Wales when, like, for the first week of Jan. And, you know, when, like, I was obviously back in my mum's house. And, you know, when you're, like, thinking, like, oh, God, what am I doing? And then, obviously, I've not been on the boats for a while. So I was just, yeah, just got, I just got had a wobble. But we're, we, we're <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel returning to below deck for another season um yeah obviously when I went when I returned for season seven it was amazing like I joined a few uh a few seasons in so I mean a few uh, episodes in so it was a, a, a lot different to my first season because I was obviously joining a group that like already was super close and like knew each other and all got on um but yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Uh, like, I luckily I I try and get on with most people, so <laughs> it was fine. But, uh, but it is yeah, a reality I, TV show at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. And um, there's a lot of people that are obviously like completely different when there's a camera there. So, um, and obviously the guests, you literally never know what kind of guests you're going to get on because there's cameras there as well. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's a bit of a wild one. But um, no, I loved it. Like, I loved filming it. So. Yeah. Did you have any doubt about going back for another season after you originally did it? When the call or the email come in, was you pretty much straight away, yeah, can't wait? Or was there a little bit of a... Um, I think, no, I was pretty certain that like, I wanted to do it, especially because I was going back as like a deckhand rather than a stewardess. So I was like, the, the only kind of wobble I had was like, scared that I was going to fuck up, basically. Um, but... Uh, yeah, no, I, I knew that I kind of wanted to go back on there. I felt like I had like at least another season in me. Like I still kind of would want to go back again. Um, but they just like to change it up like every season with cast and stuff. So they're always trying to find new faces. And then you get the call like two days before, like, want to come back on? And you're like, fuck. And then you're flying out to Europe. Yeah. yeah, literally. You, so then you're flying out to the med. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about, so for people that don't know, like what is the difference between a stewardess and a deckhand? Like day to day, what would your jobs be? different doing because a lot of people yeah. might not know all the terminology I think yeah no of course um so stewardess it's you're either in like housekeeping or service so you're literally serving the guests 24 7 drinks snacks um you're, you basically have to stay up until the guests are asleep um and then if you're in housekeeping housekeeping then you're changing the beds um doing laundry uh vacuuming whenever the guests aren't in a room basically you're tidying it <laughs> so obviously it's super annoying when like they they leave the room in the morning for breakfast and you've all got to run into the cabins to do them all then they come down after breakfast and all shower so then you've got to go back in there because they leave again and then they come in like it's just it's like a constant you're constantly on the back foot like a battle um, I bet yeah, you think it's bloody clean that shower <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally I hear it go on as I leave the room and I'm like oh 
um, <laughs> and so what's a deck yeah. hand so a deck hand is uh we basically do all like the water sports get like the tender off the boat get the jet skis in the water um basically anything if the guests want to leave the boat then we'll be driving them there on like the tender which is like a smaller boat um like beach setups that's all on us so we'll go to we'll go there and basically scope out destinations that we can take out the guests um but I mean obviously there's still a lot of like serving the guests involved in it and you know if the water if like the like the swell's bad or whatever and we can't leave the dock then the you basically turn into a stewardess anywhere if you're a deckhand because you're just constantly helping them um so yeah, I mean, uh, there's a, definitely a bit of a difference, but I definitely preferred going back as a deckhand. And how so, yeah. true to life is it, babe? Like, obviously, when it comes to reality TV, some things can be um, played about with, should we say, <laughs> for, for entertainment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, I think. Is it, very, is it very real to life? What you then see, obviously, it goes from an edit and stuff, and then that becomes a different thing entirely. But that the concept when you sit and watch watch an episode is that exa- is that how you remember it all um yeah no they definitely love to have a play around with the edits and like they're very clever about what they do as all like you'll know and like with all producers and stuff but um like with the actual job and stuff is very similar to what yachting is like it's very much like my normal kind of job day-to-day life but it's um it's like none of it's scripted but I think the only difference is, is they'll come in and they'll be like we missed that can you can you please have that conversation again but obviously if it's a guest shouting at you or if it's you having an argument with someone then you know it's not great and we've got like work going on around it um but they definitely edit it in a way like if they don't have a romance going on then they'll kind of make one um like with me and Z he like yeah, I, I was gonna say really- yeah it was just like a tequila romance and I knew that like one night <laughs> and the next day I actually spoke to him and was like look I like I think we're just friends like blah 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 but obviously they didn't use that bit they used the bits when we're like dancing and flirting and whatever and like whilst we're working um yeah and then by the end of the season we were this whole romance and they had they had bought they had like told Z when he was drunk like don't suppose you want to buy Courtney flowers and then he was like drunk like oh yeah maybe and then next minute two days later they're like right so when, when you sit down for your meal tonight there's going to be flowers delivered to the table 12 red roses for Courtney <laughs> he was like <laughs> what <laughs> um yeah so how do you feel like, about that though when you especially when you know it's happening and then you watch the program afterwards how do you feel about do you do you feel a bit set up almost or are you fine um, with it? Yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty fine with it. Luckily, me and Z were, like, quite good friends, so it was fine. Um, I think he probably felt, <laughs> felt a bit set up. Um, but, I mean, there is obviously some bits where they, like, you, they'll just cut off a conversation and you'll and then you'll, you obviously sound like you're saying something bad or, like... That's such a Kardashian's way of doing things, isn't it? It's like, and then you'll see the turn of the head or, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, I mean, it's like every other TV show, I guess, but... They do try and keep it very like non-scripted and they do try and keep it like quite similar to normal yachting. But I think the guests obviously make it a lot different as well because the guests are kind of like all the guests kind of have a bit of a discount to come on board and they um they're they're just ready to like destroy us basically, usually like they they want everything out of it. So they'll just go to a whole new new level. Whereas in real yachting, a lot of these guests are kind of used to it. So they're not yeah. actually like monsters. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'd say the guests have a big thing to do with it as well. Do producers have a word with the guests? Do you, would you say, like, do you reckon they go and tell them to mix yeah. things up? 
yeah definitely like if there's something like I'm pretty sure they must do because there's been times where there's like definitely not hair in the food and they'll be like there's a hair in my food and I'm like it's your hair like it literally is exactly the same (laughs) and they were like no no we just found it and I'm like did you though um but and then and then that causes a drama for the rest of the night so like I think producers are definitely a bit like oh like have you been in your cabin like it's still a bit messy or like you know how like they definitely try and like yeah definitely definitely say same with between the crew and stuff like you'll be in a green screen I remember one green screen they were like um so do you remember kissing I on my season six I got like wasted like blackout track (laughs) they knew that I kind of was forgetting things so then they like played on me and they're like do you remember kissing David last night and I was like what and then I they, I literally said what I kissed David last night and then that was in one of the that was in one of the adverts for the next episode I, was like, <laughs> I didn't kiss him and then they were like yeah no we just wanted to see if, if you did I was like oh my god um so yeah there's definitely moments where you definitely know that you're on a tv show but, but despite all of that are you thinking that you'll go back for another series or like you said you might you won't know till two days beforehand or whatever but yeah, I mean, I've told them that I'd always be up for going back um, with any of the franchise because they've obviously got Med, they've got yeah. Sailing, like they've got all of them now. So I've said like I'd love to go back to any of them really. Like I said, I'll be a back- backup or whatever. But it's more just because like I do enjoy it and I like I've met all the captains and I like them and stuff. But um, yeah, uh, I'm not like fighting for my fighting for my chance to go back. Do you know what I mean? Like if they want me back, I'll go. But also because I'm not really in yachting like full time anymore. So um, it like it'd be kind of jumping in and out of it a bit, which is fine. But I think they like to try and at least keep it a bit organic with like people being yeah. in yachting full time. So Did yeah, you, like, definitely. I think a lot of the, the crew when you're not filming. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm still friends with quite a lot of them. Uh, there's definitely obviously certain people that you stay in contact with more and a few people that you definitely don't. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like Z, um, like the, the, the girl called Nat on the last season, Dave, and then, uh, yeah, even a couple of people from season six, which was like three years ago now, I'm still quite good friends with. So, yeah, it's been nice. You mentioned doing, doing other work. What is it that you're doing? Um, so I filmed a TV show called The Challenge not so long ago. So it's the, what, it's the UK version one. So that comes out in Feb. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, definitely different to Below Deck. It was the hardest thing I think I've ever done. Um, and with same with that, I kind of got told like quite close to the time, so I was not in the physical state I should have been for those kind of challenges. Um, but it was uh, it, it was amazing, and obviously it was like a UK reality TV style, so it was quite cool for me to kind of go into that because I've never really done a show like that before. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It meant to be pretty hardcore that, and it very yeah yeah like I only I said yes to it and then I only really watched episodes of it on my, on the plane there like the American one and I was like what the fuck have I done yeah like the dread hit me and then obviously when we met everyone and like the night before everyone's talking about all of the challenges that could be and I was thinking oh my god like I am not ready for this like prepared mentally or physically um but it yeah it was definitely like hardcore some of the stuff some of the stuff were all right um but yeah just a lot of physical physical like yeah it was a lot about fitness but also about like you know kind of like physical touch I'm like I'm not I'm not about that <laughs> um but yeah no it was good it was amazing are they? 
Um, so imagine like Ninja Warriors slash um, like I'm a celeb slash SAS who doesn't, but not uh, not probably on SAS that like that level. But you definitely <laughs> you're not having scared. a hood put on your head and in a darkened <laughs> room for yeah, no. 24 hours. <laughs> I know that's what we were all like thinking at one point because everything got a bit sus in the house. But um, yeah, no, it's but there was definitely a lot of like heights, a lot of like physical touch um yeah a lot of like like water things and um yeah a lot of like a lot of it was fitness um which is fine but when you're doing it like the, we had challenges every other day so Oof. you definitely start to feel the uh <laughs> an achy <laughs> yeah just a little bit <laughs> achy <laughs> um, um but yeah it was cool we're all in like a villa together as well for the for like the two weeks of filming which again was a new experience for me so and how was um, that was there any drama behind the scenes in the villa uh there was definitely some drama some romances um it, i think a lot most of the drama stemmed from a bit of romance but um I had no romances in there, thank God. I think I shouldn't, I definitely should stay away from that for a while. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a couple of romances, a couple bit, bits of drama, but nothing too bad, to be fair. Um, I think it was more towards the end when everyone was getting really, like, aggy. And obviously the whole point of the show is, like, um, you've got to kind of, like, snake people, to, like, mm. and make, make, you know, you've got to be a bit two-faced in there, which I just did not get the gist of. Like, I didn't get the memo. So, <laughs> Like by the end, everyone had made. Oh, hi everyone, like, how are you? Yeah, literally, everyone had made all these like teams and like um, yeah, and like they're kind of people that they'll fall back on because some of it was about voting and stuff as well. Um, and yeah, so but so obviously it was going to get a bit bitchy and stuff from that. Naturally, so, but, yeah. um, well, watching it. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for joining us uh, this yeah, evening. Yeah, no worries. And, uh, and, and best of luck. Looking forward to seeing the challenge. Thank you. So nice to have you on. Thank you so much. Take care, <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Would you do it, Bob, the challenge? See, I'll be honest. It's one of them shows. I know it's very big in America. Yeah. I've seen a few clips online, but I've never even seen a full episode. But I think sometimes shows like that, you're probably best not knowing. If you're Good point. Do. I, I know, um, um, I know a, a guy I know who was on Shipwrecked did it and said the Americans were absolutely horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> like in levels of like competitiveness and snakiness, whereas the Brits were all a bit like, well, I don't know. So I think I think probably what what she said is actually quite true. Um, Americans are a bit more conniving, maybe. Yeah, I've never. Been, I might give it a watch just in just in case. <laughs> well, in case they come calling, yeah, yeah. Just in case. Never say never, eh? Um, indeed, Bob. Um, <laughs> our, our second and uh, final guest, Tom Horton from the Circle Series Five, is here. So let's get him. How you doing, Tom? All good. I'm really good, thank you very much. Yeah, um, very happy. Um, I'm very jet lagged, if I'm being honest. Um, I just got back. I got. I just got back from uh, the the uh, the circle rap party in LA, which was very exciting. Oh, I bet. How was that? It was really good. It was really nice. Uh, I, I was only there for one night, so I just all the like, way to LA for one night. It sounds. It sounds a lot more showbiz than. It, actually, well, I was traveling coach and I haven't slept, and I'm, I'm so don't it's it's not actually a, a brag at all, but it was good. <laughs> it was, How did you it, find the circle? Uh, it was an amazing experience, definitely, and it's been amazing for exposure and everything. Um, 
it was odd being the only English person on it because they just Americans have got very different senses of humor and very different way. They're all like, yeah, queen, spill the tea. I eat the crumbs. Play, bitch. <laughs> Give that pet. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but um, <laughs> I was this weird pacey guy with my English teeth and hairy triceps walking around. I don't know. It was, it was all good. But the thing but, is with the circle, right, is it kind of, you don't actually ever meet them really, do you? So it's all a bit of a weird... It well, is weird. Yeah, no, it is really weird. So then you're going to a rap party and you've probably only met these people like for a couple of very, hours or whatever. <laughs> very, very briefly. And also I would say there was all the uh, the two hot to handle people were there because the, the oh. casting directors of the circle also cast the two hot to handle because when they were getting me to do the circle, I said, would, would you like me for two hot to handle? They were like, no, we, we, want, <laughs> we want you as the one where you're, you're, you're a catfish and not yourself and isolated and don't meet anyone. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> By, by me. <laughs> Are you quite good in your own company? Because I guess a show like The Circle is, well, it's pure isolation, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I got bullied. I got bullied at boarding school for a couple of years, so I'm I'm fully equipped to deal with isolation. <laughs> no, I'm 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 not going to lie. It's it is a bit of a mind fuck. Um, two weeks of being recorded twenty four seven. Yeah. And also, I think. Be a comedian. I'm used to getting like, like I, I like validation with laughter. That's why you're a com I'm a comic because you get yeah. it straight away. You go, oh right, they've laughed at that. Whereas there's no audience there, so you're just saying these bits, and there's no, no idea how it's landing. Like, <laughs> well, I think that was funny. I've got no idea. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely nerve wracking. And do you have any indication of time? Is it like one of them shows where there's no clocks and no time? Because sometimes producers don't want you to know the time, do they? It's exactly that. They, they, they take away your, your watch and they don't give you the time at all. In fact, the, the, fir the first question the welfare team asks you as soon as you exit is, what time do you think it is and what day do you think it is? And apparently there's been contestants who are like out by literally days. I think I was out by about four hours. Jeez. It must be weird because it's such a... Uh, an anchor in everyone's life, isn't it? Time is well, like such a... Yeah, I don't know what the actual psychology behind it is. Maybe if you're in isolation, watching a clock is maybe... You, you clock watch, it's, that's more... True. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a psychologist, but I was just looking out the sun, trying to like, looking out the sun through the window and trying to be proper bare, bare grills about it. <laughs> Fair. Um... So are, we, are we waiting for Maddie? Is that the... Uh... No, no, no. Maddie's the producer, so she's she's silent. She's like a little oh, silent. She's a sly dog. The yeah, disembodied she's... voice. <laughs> yeah, you won't you won't hear from her. But um, yeah. So obviously, in addition, you mentioned being a comic. Like, what, what is? Are you going to get some new material from what you did on the circle? Like, uh, yes, definitely. Now that it's released and I can talk about it, absolutely. I've um, in fact, my my next tour is um, it's about my journey onto the circle. So it, it's is bookended by saying I'm on the circle. Um, I don't go too into depth with it, but I, 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 it's a wealth of. of You've just comedy. got a hope that the audience have seen it. I guess that's the only. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, I think my audience is going to be a mixture of sort of middle-aged Telegraph readers and then sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, never. Instagram wannabes. <laughs> Quite, uh, yeah, because. Because <laughs> there's TikTok as well for you, isn't there? It's basically was was TikTok as well. Yeah, exactly. A big deal for you and, and the whole Tower of London. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna get the real sort of like oldie historical Tory brigade, brigade and then all the sort of 
young doing like dance moves and stuff and then a bunch of Chinese bots who <laughs> <laughs> just clapping along yeah. yeah not really understand what's happening you so explain a bit about, Fred... about yeah sorry go on Bob I was going to say how did it come back was you approached to do the show or had you applied I was approached I was I was approached um, I was approached to do the Channel 4 version oh right okay. it, was, it was originally a Channel 4 version yeah, yeah that I they filmed in England and then um it was in Manchester, wasn't it? Well, so a lot of other comedians were clearly approached as well. Because I remember they were looking on my socials one day and all these comedians going, oh, the, the Circle Channel 4 has been discontinued. That's a shame. I was in the running to do it. And I thought, oh, so was I. But they haven't told me that. And then I got the phone call going, would you like to do the Netflix version? I was like, that is better. Yes, I'd love to do that. <laughs> yeah, a bit more but exposure then, on Netflix. But then I thought, I was like, oh, my God, it's the Netflix version. So I'll be going to... LA to film it and then but it turns out it's actually cheaper for them to keep the original hotel and just fly the Americans over so yeah I went to Salford (laughs) (laughs) which is is not as good I I love I love Salford obviously but someone's got to yeah (laughs) (laughs) um mentioning uh the Tower of London didn't actually explain it if anyone that doesn't know explain a bit about your connection to this very historic place so um So basically, my father is the um, the former chief of defence staff, so the ex-professional head of the entire British Armed Forces. And mm-hmm. then when he retired, the Queen said, uh, God rest her soul, uh, would you like to be the constable of the Tower of London? And he Big said, job. yes, I'll do that. <laughs> and uh, so he moved in. So his, um, And so when he was moving into the Tower of London, that same year, I just split up from my old comedy group and gone solo. So I was moving up to London. So I basically had the option of either renting a like a, a shoebox in Zone Seven. Yeah, or know that feeling. Own, yeah. yeah, with about fifty other people, uh, or living in the centre with my dad for free. And I was like, grow my hair and call me Rapunzel. I'm moving in there. <laughs> so I, I, so I, I I moved in. How long were you and, there um, for? For six years, I tried to move out at one point, uh, but then COVID hit. So I came, so I came back with my tail between my legs pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was quite a quite a conversation starter when you was dating, when it there you pull a pull a few uh, ladies. So do you want to come back to the Tower of London tonight? Well, do you know what? Can I be honest? I did try it, but most of the time they just don't believe you. Like, <laughs> I mean, it does sound like a stretch. If a geezer told me on a date he lives in the town yeah. of London, I think I mean, he I mean, some yeah. drugs or was a liar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, like, it's quite hard to let people believe it while I'm doing a show, let alone like in the smoking area of a vodka revs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, if that's um, where you're picking up ladies, maybe that's your first problem, but we'll Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I do remember coming back uh, home on the first night I was there, and the beefy goes, why have you got a lady with you, Tom? And I was like, oh, I didn't know if I could. He's like, mate, come on, you've got the best chat line in London here. Come on, you've got to try it. So, because uh, all the, all the beat, they're all lads. Yeah, yeah. But I actually, I, when I did a tour, I, I went with my nephews, and they were talking about, people, the one thing people always ask is, yeah. um, when, you are, when you get a like, takeaway, they never believe you when you say your address. Like, I've got uh-huh. a video that I've got. Yeah, I've got a video that, that went viral about me trying to order a takeaway. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, on my TikTok. It, it was like that was like my first viral video. It's just me 
attempting to order pizza. Yeah, it's, um, I've had one guy order pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've now got in the Bywood Tower, which is where the, the Beef Eaters, their main sort of hub, they've got a list of takeaway services that know that it's real. That they know the deal. So you just have to use them. Oh, it's fair. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Do you miss it? Honestly, I, I think I, it was really great while it happened, but I'm really enjoying living in my own place. Mm, okay. Like, it's, I, I think also I was doing it for six years. But I was starting to become a bit of a one trick pony. People go, Yeah, we get it, Tom. We, you live in the Tower of London. I was like, <laughs> and, then people, people, and, then, and then all my mates go, You realize you just live with your dad. And I was like, Yeah, that, that isn't as cool, is it? Um, and do you know what? I like now because I, I live sort of central London. I, I like being able to get an Uber back late at night and just fall out of it and straight into my front door. Rather than to do with to, security and stuff. Oh, I mean, this this is a very small violin to play, but there are. It's such a hassle living within a moat. It really, it really is quite. It's fiddly late at night. Yes, I can imagine. So, what's <laughs> next for you then? You, you're going on tour. I am. Yeah. So my um, my tour starts tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. Hey, where at? Reading is the first one. Well, as your jet lag wears off a bit, violin, you'll sleep well yeah. tonight. <laughs> You know, I'm going to try to. I'm actually, I'm actually meeting up with my dad for supper at the Army and Navy Club. Lovely, <laughs> delightful. As as you do, and then I'm, then I've got a a quick new material night in, at the Camden Head. Uh, just to, just all the jokes I'm not quite sure of, and then tomorrow, tomorrow we're we're done, and then it's in 66 dates. It's a lot. Jeez, that is a lot. Well, it was it was nice actually. So it was forty four, and then since the circle came out, all the tickets have gone up like that. So we've added, we've added some more. I get to say the words that everyone wants to say due to phenomenal demand. <laughs> <This is> great, <laughs> and you mean it. It's really it's, true. It's, 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 it's what it's what we all it's what we all want. So <laughs> you've got to give yeah. the people what they want, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely mate. Um, it's it's gonna it's gonna last two years maximum, and then I'll be back to. Back to Making doing TikToks the... about the Tower of London. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Just, just stand, just stood on the outside of it like a jaded ex-boyfriend. I used to live here. Let, yeah, let, me, let me back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so Good much thing. for joining us, Cena. Really appreciate it. And best of luck with the tour. That's going to be immense. Oh, thank you for having me. If you, if you, if you fancy a night of comedy, let me know. I'll stick your names on the door. Yeah, do you know what? I wouldn't mind it, thank yeah. You, All right, thank cool. You. Do it, for sure. Thank you, Tom. But, Thanks so no, much, Tom. Thanks, Stephen. Take care. Yes. You too, guys. Bye. Bye. All the best. Bye. Bye. What a lovely man. Really nice guy. Um, and I think the cabinet head's just down the road from where I am right now. So uh, maybe I'll just pop in on the door when he's going <laughs> to do, do it now. That's me, uh, Stephen. Yeah, remember me. Spoke to you about half an hour ago. Um, well, what a nice show. Uh, really nice show, babes. Another one in the bag. Uh, what you got coming up, Bob? Anything exciting? What have I got coming up this week? January's a little bit of a quiet month for me, but it's been kind of just training. I've got a couple of meetings, nothing too exciting. I won't bore you with meetings and training and bits and bobs. Nothing too yeah. exciting. I'm having a bit of a, a quiet month, really. Fair enough. Um, I'm just excited to be able to get back into my, my place. Yeah, you know I mean? bet. Go and enjoy the boiler. <laughs> Go and enjoy some warm water and some yeah. heat. It's the <laughs> small things. Absolutely. Um, I'm seeing a friend on Friday. I was nearly going to go to Dancing on Ice on Sunday night. Um, oh, right. But unfortunately, no longer happening. But maybe one of the other weeks I'll be going. Um, but yeah, so no, a bit of a quiet one for me as well. So, But no complaints. I don't mind that. One of their moment. months. Yeah. It? 
all fine. It's cold, um, it's dark, it's miserable. Stay in the warm. Stay in the warm. Eat food, yeah, if you can. <laughs> uh, stay in the warm if you can afford to put the heating on at the moment. Um, uh, well, and uh, great show. Uh, until next week, everyone, goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>